Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Third Canto, Chapter 4, Texts 28 through 31. Text 28. Maharaj Pariket inquired, At the end of the pastimes of the Lord of the Three Worlds, Sri Krishna, and after the disappearance of the members of the Vrishni and Boja dynasties, who were the best of the great commanders, why did Uddhava alone remain? Purport by Srila Prabhupada According to Sri Jiva Goswami, Nidhanam means the transcendental abode of the Lord. Ni means the highest, and Danam means opulence. And because the abode of the Lord is the highest manifestation of transcendental opulence, his abode can therefore be called Nidhanam. Apart from the grammatical elucidation, the real purpose of the word Nidhanam is to indicate that all the members of the Vrishni and Boja dynasties were direct associates of the Lord, and after the end of his pastimes, all the associates were dispatched to their respective positions in the transcendental abode. Srila Visvanath Chakravarti Thakur elucidates the meaning of akritim as pastimes. A means complete, and kritim means transcendental pastimes. Since the Lord is identical with his transcendental body, there is no question of his changing or quitting his body. To act in accordance with the rules and customs of the material world, the Lord seems to take his birth or leave his body. But the pure devotees of the Lord know well the actual fact. It is necessary, therefore, for the serious students of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam to follow the notes and comments of the great acharyas, like Jiva Goswami and Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur. To others who are not devotees of the Lord, the comments and explanations of such acharyas may appear to be grammatical jugglery, but to the students who are in the line of disciplic succession, the explanations of the great acharyas are quite fit. The word upagateshu is also significant. All the members of the Vishnu and Boja directly reach the abode of the Lord. Other devotees do not reach the abode of the Lord directly, but the pure associates of the Lord have no attraction for the opulence of any planets of the material world. Sometimes, due to inquisitiveness, Devotees who are not to be promoted to the abode of the Lord have some attraction for the opulence of the higher material planets above the earth, and thus they desire to see them while going up to the perfection. But the Vrishnis and Bhojas were directly dispatched because they had no attraction for material planets. Srila Visvanachakavarti Thakur also suggests that according to the Amara Kosha Dictionary, Akriti also means signal. Lord Krishna ordered Uddhava by signal 
to go to Bhadrika Ashram after his departure. And Uddhava, as a pure devotee of the Lord, carried out the order more faithfully than going back to Godhead or the abode of the Lord. That was the cause of his remaining alone even after the departure of the Lord from the face of the earth. Text 29 Sukadev Goswami replied, My dear king, the cursing of the Brahmins was only a plea, but the actual fact was the supreme desire of the Lord. He wanted to disappear from the face of the earth after dispatching his excessively numerous family members. He thought to himself as follows. Purport by Srila Prabhupada In this verse, the word chaksyan is very significant in relation to Lord Sri Krishna's leaving his body. Since he is the eternal form of existence, knowledge, and bliss, his body and his self are identical. Therefore, how is it possible that he would leave his body and then disappear from the vision of the world? There is a great controversy among the non-devotees, or mayavadis, about the mysterious disappearance of the Lord, and the doubts of those men with the poor fund of knowledge have been very elaborately cleared by Sri Jiva Goswami in his Krishna Sandarbha. According to the Brahma Samhita, the Lord has many forms. It is stated therein that the Lord has innumerable forms, and when he appears within the vision of the living entities, as Lord Krishna actually appeared, all such forms amalgamate with him. Besides all these infallible forms, he has his universal form, as manifested before Arjuna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. Here in this verse, the word spitam is also used, which indicates that he left his gigantic universal form, called the Virat Rupa, not his primeval eternal form, because there is hardly any possibility of his changing his form of Satchit Ananda. This simple understanding is at once realized by the devotees of the Lord. But those who are non-devotees, who perform hardly any devotional service of the Lord, either do not understand this simple fact, or purposefully raise a controversy to defeat the eternity of the transcendental body of the Lord. This is due to the defect called the cheating propensity of the imperfect living entities. By practical experience also, it is seen, up to the present day, that the Lord's transcendental form is worshipped by devotees in different temples, and all the devotees of the Lord factually realize that the form of the deity in the temple is non-different from the form of the Lord. This inconceivable performance of the internal potency of the Lord is described in the Bhagavad Gita, 7.25. Naham prakasa sarvasya yogamaya samavatah. 
the Lord reserves the right of not being exposed to everyone. In the Padma Purana, it is said, Atasi Krishna Namadi Nabaved Graham Indrei. The name and form of the Lord cannot be perceived by the material senses. But when he appears within the vision of the mundane people, he assumes the form of the Virat Rupa. This is an additional material exhibition of form and is supported by the logic of the subject and its adjectives. In grammar, when an adjective is taken away from the subject, the subject it modifies does not change. Similarly, when the Lord quits his virat rupa, his eternal form does not change, although there is no material difference between himself and any one of his innumerable forms. In the fifth canto, it will be seen how the Lord is worshipped in different planets in his different forms, even now, and how he is worshipped in different temples of this earth also. Sri Jiva Goswami and Srila Visvana Chakrabarti Thakur have very elaborately explained this incident of the Lord's disappearance in their commentaries, quoting various authentic versions of Vedic literatures. We purposefully do not include them all here to avoid an increase in the volume of this book. The entire matter is explained in the Bhagavad Gita as quoted above. The Lord reserves the right of not being exposed to everyone. He always keeps himself out of the vision of the non-devotees, who are devoid of love and devotion. And thus he puts them still further away from the Lord. The Lord appeared on the invitation of Brahma, who prayed before the Kshirodakshai Vishnu. And therefore, when the Lord appeared, all the forms of Vishnu amalgamated with him. And when the mission was fulfilled, all of them disintegrated from him in the usual course. Text 30. The Lord thought. Now I shall leave the vision of this mundane world, and I see that Uddhava, the foremost of my devotees, is the only one who can be directly entrusted with knowledge about me. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Gyanam Mad Ashrayam is significant in this verse. Transcendental knowledge has three departmental divisions, namely, knowledge of impersonal Brahman, knowledge of the all-pervading Supersoul, and knowledge of the Personality of Godhead. Out of the three, transcendental knowledge of the Personality of Godhead has special significance and is known as Bhagavat-tattva-vijjana, specific knowledge of the Personality of Godhead. This specific knowledge is realized by pure devotional service and no other means. Bhagavad Gita, 1855, confirms this. Bhaktyamam abhijanati 
yavanyas chasmitatvataha. Only persons engaged in devotional service can factually know the transcendental position of the Lord. Uddhava was considered to be the best amongst the devotees of that time, and therefore he was directly instructed by the Lord's grace so that people might take advantage of Uddhava's knowledge after the disappearance of the Lord from the vision of the world. This is one of the reasons why Uddhava was advised to go to Badrik Ashram, where the Lord is personally represented by the Naranarayan deity. One who is transcendentally advanced can gain direct inspiration from the temple deity, and thus a devotee of the Lord always takes shelter of a recognized temple of the Lord in order to make tangible advancement in transcendental knowledge by the grace of the Lord. Text 31 Uddhava is not inferior to me in any way, because he is never affected by the modes of material nature. Therefore, he may remain in this world in order to disseminate specific knowledge of the personality of Godhead. Purport by Srila Prabhupada the specific qualification for becoming the representative of the Lord is to be unaffected by the material modes of nature. The highest qualification of a person in this material world is to be a Brahmin. But since a Brahmin is in the mode of goodness, to be a Brahmin is not sufficient for becoming a representative of the Lord. One has to transcend the mode of goodness also and be situated in unalloyed goodness, unaffected by any of the qualities of material nature. This stage of transcendental qualification is called Sudha-sattva, or Vasudev, and in this stage, the science of God can be realized. As the Lord is not affected by the modes of material nature, so the pure devotee of the Lord is also not affected by the modes of nature. That is the primary qualification for being one with the Lord. A person who is able to attain this transcendental qualification is called jivan mukta, or liberated, even though he is apparently in material conditions. This liberation is achieved by one who constantly engages in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. In the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, one two, one eighty seven, it is stated. Iha yasya harer dasye, karmana manasa gira, nikilas yapi avastasu, jivan mukta suurchate. Anyone who, by his actions, mind, and words, lives only for the transcendental loving service of the Lord, is certainly a liberated soul even though he may appear to be in the condition of material existence. Uddhava was in such a transcendental position, and thus he was selected to be the factual representative of the Lord in his bodily absence from the vision of the world. 
such a devotee of the Lord, is never affected by material strength, intelligence, or even renunciation. Such a devotee of the Lord can withstand all onslaughts of material nature, and therefore he is known as Goswami. Only such Goswamis can penetrate the mysteries of the Lord's transcendental loving relationships.